Burn that rubber like I'm Michelin Five star food that I dish to them Chef's that gone when I whip into the kitchen And I switch suits like I'm Mr. Ben Ten ten gear, I shift up to fifth Blues in the rear and I'm swerving the mains like Tokyo Drift Took a shot, but he missed Then made love to the grin and kissed the girl Bust the word, I dodge your case So I flip the bird, grab the bing Get back to work and I'm switching lanes And I black out hurt Oh hurt one thing's for sure and two things for certain Money gets made in the packs I'm serving And mess with a cake and a bet and burger Hello everyone And welcome back to What Will Fergie Do? I am Olu Jimmy I'm Mr. Francis Yo, yo And the man who loves to introduce himself El Maestro A.K.A. Papichulo A.K.A. John Wick A.K.A. Nostradamus A.K.A. your favorite garanto. A.K.A. the only garanto. <laughs> I think that's the, one of the longer ones you've had uh, this season. Um, happy Sunday, everyone. How's everyone weekend been? Last time we recorded was on Friday. It's been good. Anyone do anything interesting? Nah, it's always good on a Sunday when you see your enemies falling. Uh, <laughs> I see my enemies falling right, left, right, center, front, back. I'll be, I'll be, I'll, I'll admit it. Like I was surprised that uh, Tottenham like beat City, sure, because I'm not surprised. If I was a better man, I'll, uh, I'll take a leaf from but then... El, Maestro, El Maestro's book and put a put a bet on Tottenham winning. But then, I... um, at um, Tottenham's house, I don't even know what Tottenham's house is called. Does anyone know? It used to be White Hart Lane before. Hot, Tottenham Hotspur, Hotspur Stadium, or something like that. I think. Yeah. But apparently, like, City hasn't scored in the last five games they've played. They haven't scored one single goal. They've considered mm-hmm. seven goals. In the last five games? Yeah, yeah I think they've lost 1-0, 1-0, 2-0, 2-0, now 1-0. They've considered seven and not scored one. Wow. Oh, okay, at Tottenham. Okay, 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 sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, and... oh uh, no, now. They just beat Wolves last week. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I was, like, trying to remember, like, has it been that bad? I'm sure yeah, Arsenal fans are happy about, about. Wow, that, that that was one of the most surprising um, stats I saw this weekend. Like for a whole city team not to have scored one game, one goal in five. Tottenham, that's crazy. And this is not just under the one manager because it must have been happening under the previous manager too. I don't know how Conte has been there for, but anyways. Yeah, I think um, it extends from maybe Mourinho's time as well. Yeah. But United had a game this weekend um, home to Crystal Palace. Game ended 2-1. Goals by Rashford and penalty by Bruno. Um, I can't remember who scored for Slope. Crystal Palace. But... Oh, that's the same idiot that crossed the record, eh? <laughs> Yeah, he was involved. Let's let's, let's speak but, on the let's speak on the red card. Yeah, like okay. For, I guess my number one question is: Do you think it's a red card offense to squeeze someone's neck? Uh, uh, you know, in uh, when I was watching the game and we yeah, we're talking on the group chat, I said, uh, "Like, man, that was very stupid from Casemiro." And then Larry came from nowhere and is like. Um, this it doesn't think this is a red card, and at the time, maybe because I was fuming, I, I didn't really even sit down to really watch what happened because I was following what VAR showed, which was just a snapshot in time, very, very deceptive. 
so at that point in time, I was I didn't really pay attention to what Larry said. I'm like, come on, man, this is a, this is a red card, this is a red card. But then I was watching the the um, post match highlights, yeah, post match discussions, and it was the one with um Wilt, no, not Wiltord. What's this Arsenal guy, Ian Wright, and Alan Shearer? And then they were showing this oh, thing in yeah. slow motion. They were showing it in slow motion, but not as slow as the VR slow motion. But then um, they were now showing it again from a different angle, which is a different perspective. And I swear, this is this thing is not a red card. And I think United should appeal. Like, even if we lose Casemiro for final, sure, let's lose him. But I think if we appeal this thing, there's a high chance we're going to win. Because there are so many circumstances or so many things in that 10-minute, 10 10-second 10 clip that were not taken into consideration. Number one was, why did they just pick out Casemiro when everyone else, or there were a couple more people doing the same thing? Jordan Ayew on Fred, for example, um, Schlopp before Rashford came, and then the guy that was immediately on Anthony. And then number two, there's... Like, when someone... When there's violence, you can read it in someone's face or body language. Casemiro came initially at, yes, you know, he rushed it to support and he bodied somebody. And, and then he saw that the thing was escalating more than usual with more people coming. So I think he tried to de-escalate it by pulling this guy aside. Number one, this guy, he was holding him by the collar. And you know the way you know, Old Trafford is where after the throwing line, the, the, the ground starts to slant. So when that guy was dropping there, it's just normal that the guy's hand is going to go up and he went to his neck. But because he was wearing dark gloves, you can't really see where his hands are wrapped around. His hand is actually just holding his sleeve, but it is pulled up to underneath his chin. And then his other, his left hand is laying flat on his shoulder. So he was not even strangling him or trying to strangle him in any way. Because when the guy even tried to charge at Casimir, Casimir told him, like, you, he raised his other hand and he's like, you guy, just chill, just chill. And he, and he pulled him out. And then three seconds later, these guys are hugging and smiling. So if it's something that he tried to strangle him, don't you think Hughes is going to go and report to the ref, like, yo, this guy tried to do this to me? You know, and then there's the IU part, which ETH was talking about all through in relation to consistency. I think that thing is real. If you give all three of them red cards, I, I don't think anybody is going back to look at what Casimiro did because you were consistent at that point based on what you had seen. Even though if people see the real video in real time, then yeah, they can have basis to argue that Casimiro was not a red card or it, there was no malicious intent or whatnot. But based on what I've seen, uh, it, it's extremely unfair, totally unfair. And that changed the game. It would have been worse if we had dropped points there. Is it um? I'll come to your maestro first. What do you so basically what you're saying, Francis? Are you saying it's not a red card because they didn't give the other players a red card? It's not a red card offense. I'm saying no. I'm saying two things actually. I'm saying number one, if we're isolating Casemiro's incident, it is not a red card. Number two, if you are giving a red card based on the incident that you have seen, then you should look at everything in isolation of itself. Every player there, look at what they did, and then you give a red card based on what you have decided a red card to be. If you decided Casemiro's is a red card, then uh, you was doing some, something similar. You give him a red card as well. Any other person that had 
similar, you know, situations that warranted a red card, you should do the same thing. So I'm talking about two things here. But if you're isolating Casimero's case, it is not a red card to me. It's it's not a. I think a Marshall is actually just saying it's just it. It should be nowhere a red card offense uh, if I have that correct, right? Yeah. So I don't think it's a red card to begin with. You know, as as its own item, I, I agree with Francis too. As its own item, I don't think it's a red card. I think obviously we're in a group chat where we're watching the game. My my um my TV on my my Mac <laughs> is a little slower than you guys. So by the time I saw it. I already knew that something had happened, right? So I'm watching it happen in real time. And then even the replays, I'm watching it happen in real time. I didn't know that they had given him a red card, but I knew that I think there was like a, like there was a melee and there was a review that was happening. So I think the problem is, it's just the fact that they kept playing it in slow motion. Because in slow motion, something that is two or three seconds will look like seven seconds. Like the way it look, the way the hold looks, you don't get like the real context. You have to see it in played in full speed. And I didn't think they did the um, referee any justice. Like I thought, I thought they, did, they did him an injustice by not showing him what it looked like in real speed. Um, and then the other thing too is like there are melees happening all around, right? Like the the I don't even know if a foul was called for what happened on Anthony. Which to me yeah, is kind of a foul. Yeah, he got a yellow card. Oh, okay. But to me, like, to me, that, if you're going to say that what Casimiro did is a red card, why aren't you looking at that as, like, violent conduct? Because the the guy body checks him, and it, like, what you were saying, there's this slant, right, um, by the advertisement boards for Old Trafford. So he body checks him, he loses his balance, he falls, and he rolls into that. Like, that is very easily, we've seen people get injured that way. You know what I mean? Because he already had his own momentum from like from what was happening. And then when you hit him, he can't then brace himself and stop his fall. He's going to fall however it happens. There's no way for him to brace it. So to me, that's the thing that starts the violence, like all the melee. There's a reason why all these players then start losing their mind and then want to start like charging at him. And not only that, he does that and then he goes to go and say something standing on top, standing over him. So, I guess maybe Anthony had been getting under their skin for like some of his, uh, you know, useless, useless skills. Skill, you know, useless skills. But having said that, you know, once the referee came out of that, I thought he handled it the, the, the best way the first time. He gave a yellow card, and that was going to be the end of it. We've seen this happen numerous times. Why Casemiro's one is the only one that VAR then picked out, I don't understand. You know, and again, it just goes to that lack of consistency, laziness. Because, okay, you're looking out for this one. Did you, if you're looking out for that one, are you watching the entire video and seeing how other people are interacting? Or is it because in the camera frame, this is the first one you see, so this is the one that you're going to tell him to go and look at? Because once you tell him to go and look at this one, you should be looking at all the other interactions to make sure that there's no violence in, in, in quote, conduct amongst the other people. So... I thought it was another inconsistent, another failure by VAR. Honestly, I don't even know if we should appeal it because it's one of those things where once the ref makes this decision, you know that the Premier League is going to be very hesitant to change the, the decision. 
you know, like just in general, whether or not there are merits to it or not, I feel like, again, it's one of those clear and obvious, you have to then almost make the argument that there was no violent conduct at all. No, you know, no, like, I just don't think they are going to change it. I guess is the best way to put it. So for me, just take the, the three and, and then keep it moving. But again, it's just another example of how poor, you know, the way they roll out VR, the way they use VR has been. A quick question though: the the whole um, uh, conversation about if you apply for a for them to rescind the red card, um, and they reject it, they give you an additional thing. Is that additional um, red card or whatever? Is it uh, confirmed? That doesn't oh, make sense. Uh, so, like, if you if, if you lose an appeal, they tack more games to it. Yeah, like, is is this, is that thing really a thing? No. So, I, I think I what it is is they can want they okay. So, when you appeal a red card, for example, in this in this example, right, uh, they will review it, and they can add additional time up to four games. So, a standard red card, I think, is three games. If they review it, you have a panel that is reviewing it that panel in theory should be reviewing it independently and making a recommendation based on reviewing it. Part of that recommendation can be the four games. They so might still keep four... it at three games. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so four games, you mean an additional one, not four? On yes. yes. So no, I... no, no, yes, an additional one on top of the three. Okay, I think we should appeal it because I don't think... I, I think worst case, we will keep this at three instead of four. Because there's no malicious intent here for them to add an addition. That's my own opinion, Sha. But I think United will I, need to gather a lot of evidence to prove that there was no malicious intent with pictures, maybe video from France or whatever. But uh, I think United will easily win this one. I think this also speaks to the power of narrative because when that happened, it just seemed like it just seemed like I mean, it was just isolated from the commentators to even people talking about it after the game. It's like they're all talking about, oh, you can't put your hand around something. Like, no one is talking about anything else that happens around like the situation. They're, all they're just saying is just everyone to a man is you can't put your hand around someone's neck. And, and if we appeal, I think it's going to be tough for you to get over John just because of the narrative. And I think the same thing has happened to us earlier this season. Um, look at a um, goal that Bruno scored against Man City. And what was the narrative after that? It was like, oh, yeah, 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 that should have been offside. That should have been this. And if you like, we've really gotten like calls go our way ever since that Man City game. There's been two penalty shouts. There was one for Scott that wasn't given recently during the uh, one of the cup games. Vegas. That was not given to. Yeah, it's just to me, it's the power of narrative. Like with oh, all these calls, and now you see they've clamped. They've clamped up. So yeah, I agree with and, you. And I another think... another thing too is like, you know, if you even think about our last game against Crystal Palace, to me, again, we I I think I even said this at the time, Mateta elbows Lissandro Martinez. Yeah, he it, had to have I don't a bandage. remember and where he had to then yes, he had to get like the bandage. Like they didn't even review it. They didn't tell the ref to go and look at that in the monitor. That was our very last game against Crystal Palace, right? So there are like incidents like that. I think even the penalty claim, I think there was a penalty claim. The Scott made so many penalty claim. That was also against Crystal Palace, where they didn't tell the ref to go and review yes, it at the monitor. Yes, it was after they scored, I think. 
No, we scored because they scored it. like last minute. Like it was 1 0 at the time. Scott had come to replace Vegas as oh, oh, yeah, a striker yeah, yeah. Scott... running into the box. You're right, you're right, you're right. They never sent the ref to go and review it. Like to me, that that was a clear penalty. The ref misses it. You don't even tell him to go, okay, go and look at it and make your decision. You know what I mean? So for me, again, it's, it's just so inconsistent. It's like you're pretending that the people in VAR are not subjectively looking at these calls and making decisions based on how they would ref the game. If that's the case, then just keep the ref on the on the on the pitch. I would live with the ref's decisions. Say VAR for offside, or and even offside, I mean, again, so for me, it's like I would I would rather just keep VAR for non-subjective calls. Don't tell anybody to review anything. Let the decision on the field stand. If another ref is going to decide whether or not this ref on the pitch sees it based on how he would ref the game, and then he has a different way of looking at the game, it's just like, I don't want another human to... Because then it makes it even more annoying because we are watching at home and saying, like, come on, like, I know what I'm watching. Somebody else is seeing this. Why aren't they doing anything about this? You know? So Did you hear... Yeah. Um, Gabi Abalaho on uh, what is it? His comment oh, on Gabi okay, yeah. Gabi is like Casimero should be arrested for what he did. <laughs> but I but that's my point though. Like that's the power of narrative, right? It just seems yeah. like Gabi Gabi's an idiot. He's really an idiot. He's yeah. I think I don't know what you're to Gabi. I like I like when he goes at Liverpool, so that's not <laughs> no. yeah. Even there was a Liverpool take he had that I remember, I forget what it was now. Going at club back out. <laughs> yeah. Gabby's an idiot. Gabby and Paul Messing. If I just, see, I don't even like seeing Paul Messing. If I'm being honest, and it's not even about the United take about Sabita. It just in general, he doesn't seem to have any common sense. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I also think even the rules of the game lends to like once you start making the rules of the game um, being interpreted by people, right? This is what happened. Clad. This is what happens because, like, especially that Vergas penalty against, um, was it Nottingham Forest? No, no, Re- Reading against. I don't know how that's not given as a penalty because that actually went to VAR to review, and they said no. So yeah, unless it's, some... it's pretty strange, but I, I like ETH's post game conference. Like, I've never really seen him like that, but and and I I really was hoping he had that in him where he would come out and go at these guys. It's like, yo, I've not been saying anything before, but you people need to be consistent going forward. Like, I, you, you did this against Martinez here. We didn't say anything. You did this for Ericsson. We didn't say anything. And now you have come to do it here. Ericsson. I even forgot about Ericsson. Yeah. yeah, this guy didn't get the yellow given. card. They didn't even review but, it. But, but, that, but that's what I'm saying about what happened. Game, I feel like a lot of calls have just it's, it's like they just ever since that city game. I think this season we've not been getting calls. There's a Sancho penalty. They're, they're actually, you need to go back and just from the <laughs> beginning see a, a lot of things. There's so many things that have happened that have, have not gone away, but we've not made a big deal out of it. But when it is happening week in, week out, it's like it, it, it becomes a little strange, you know. And even the the pundits that are asking ETH questions are saying, ETH, I agree with you. This is really what happened. And they're asking ETH the question. And ETH is like, well, but you said it. Like, you guys should say these things more. Because it makes no, it makes no sense, man. People need to go at these at this FA officials. It's, it's, it's costing us games. Like, we, we, we've lost Ericsson till 
April, May-ish. We have, we don't have Scott McTominay. Now we've lost Casemiro. You know, we're tied down to Sabitza, who has has barely played, has only played what fifteen minutes or 20, 20 minutes in, in since he came to United, and then Fred and and Bruno Fernandez. You know, for for for, how, for almost what a week, two weeks. It's, it's painful now. Yeah, I just realized the third game will be the final. No, the fourth game will be the final. Mm. No, no, no. We're facing Leeds twice and Leicester City. And uh, is it Leicester or West Ham? Leicester. No, we have oh, an epic okay, okay, okay. game there. Okay, you're right. Yeah, you're right. We're facing Leeds twice, back to back. And then we play Barcelona and then we play Leicester. So yeah, Leicester is going to be the third game. There's, when do we play West Ham? It's not... It's uh, probably next final. month. It's next month, yeah. West Ham is... No, so but for the um, FA Cup, that's FA Cup. Yeah, fifth round. Because yeah. we play West Ham in the okay, okay, okay. I thought FA Cup was in the next like week or so. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah. So yeah, so it looks like yeah, we're gonna lose him for at least if anything, if every if, if the red card stands, Casemiro will be back for for the final. But then again, having not been able to play for three, how many games? You know, well, he'll play he'll Barcelona. Play so yeah, he'll play. He'll Barcelona. play Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Play Barcelona. So yeah. All right. Um, besides that, um, there were a few good things that happened in the game. Um, the the passes that led to the Rashford goal. I think there were fourteen passes in total that led to the was it Shaw assist to Rashford or was that Ganacho? I can't remember. Was that Shaw or Ganacho? Sure. Was Shaw? Yeah, Shaw assist to Rashford. Um, Rashford seems to be continuing his trend of scoring goals. Um. And then the penalty for Bruno. Like I don't. I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't even watch the city penalty. What was the penalty for Bruno? I watched when Bruno picked the ball up. Yeah, it was the guy uh, that they, they said uh, Casemiro was apparently strangling. Yeah, got to <laughs> he, he he raised his hand up. Um, yeah, that was a game that we were easily dominating. Yes, you know, once we scored yes. the second goal, I just thought, oh, yeah. this is done. You know, and then obviously the excitement I, I of the red card. To score one more goal in that game before the record. Yeah, at least I, I, my prediction was looking was looking good, you know. But unfortunately, <laughs> whose prediction um, was whose prediction was correct? Francis is on quite the hot streak. I have to give it to him. You know, on quite the hot streak. <laughs> like quite the, the way he asked the question, I just kept quiet. It's like, hey. yo, but that game, I feel like we Crystal Palace did absolutely nothing in that game. Yeah, they did nothing. Uh, I think Open to the red card, yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably yeah. Again, the first seventy minutes is probably one of the best games from a, from a control standpoint that I've seen. Maybe yeah. Tottenham as well. But this game, even when we lost the ball, I think in the space of five seconds we got it back. And then you know there was a little bit of not wanting to take a risk in the first half and whatnot. But the way we were playing, trying to pass things around, we're patient. We didn't really cause have many mistakes or lapse in concentration or things like that. I thought I thought it was it was I thought it was brilliant. I think there's a trend in the way that we play where we try to control the games, especially when we score. We then go to a control mode and we we wait for the teams to start trying to attack, like start trying to come into the game and be aggressive with us, you know? I think of it happened against against Reading, Nottingham, like some of the wins that we've had recently. You notice that when we go ahead, we just go into control mode. We start controlling. And then 
some of these teams, like Crystal Palace yesterday, they don't have any interest. I feel like they wait till closer to the end of the game. Like their plan is almost keep it at 1-0 until close to the end and then start taking chances close to the end of the game, bringing an additional striker. And when they start taking those chances, that's where we want to take advantage of the spaces that they leave behind to start doing a little bit more. I think that's where we're going to miss Ericsson as well in this our run of games that's coming up. Again, uh, you know, I already talked about Sabitzer, but I think he's obviously not going to offer as much chance creation possibilities as Ericsson did. But just watching the game yesterday, seeing Casemiro, Fred and Bruno, seeing the level of control we could exert with those three, uh, it gives me a lot of confidence that you know, Sabitzer is going to offer more for us going forward than uh, Fred does. I thought Fred was good yesterday, though. But again, Fred I thought it was a little bit shaky, though. Like he gave he gave yeah. the boy away. Oops. Fred. Yeah, I'm just saying, like in in defensive positions, I thought Fred was good. Oh, but okay, like okay, in, yeah. in yeah, uh, offensive, in offensive, in offensive, yeah, offensive. You can tell that the lots. way that we play, yeah, they're like there's a lot of slick passing that happens in our front front you know front guys now. And but Fred is the one. You know, the one that is a little bit shaky, you know, even from behind, like when, when they get the ball, when Casemiro gets the ball and he's like interchanging passes with Bruno or he plays it to the side, there's a lot of very good pass. I mean, when you get, maybe it's just me because I'm afraid every time I see Fred has to pass the ball, I'm looking, is it his left leg? Did he get it with his left? Is he is he in a position that he can pass? Um, but yeah, I think, you know, that, that one, I think, again, seeing the way we were able to control Crystal Palace yesterday, it gives me a little more confidence for the games that we have coming up. Shout out to shout out to Fred though. I think in this kind of game against Crystal Palace, like Fred is top three midfielders dead or alive when the game is like absolute chaos. <laughs> that's like that's his, that's his ground. Like that's his life. Like once, and once Anthony fell, you saw Kat, um, um, Fred running from. He was in that uh, them Ganacho's area. He ran from there. You could see his dreads running like chaos. I'm coming. I'm coming for you. You know, so this is for Sao Paulo. And then, <laughs> he, 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 yo, this guy was he's, he's, he's deep in it. And again, that says there's a tackle Sabita made in the in the middle of the park, and he gave Rashford a ball, which could have been a counter attack. And I think we'll have scored. This fucking ref blew that blew that for as a kid. Oh, yeah. I saw that one. I remember that. Yeah, I remember I, that. That was, and I was raising my hand up because I couldn't shout. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck did this ref just do? Yeah, I remember you that. Know. I remember yeah, these that. These refs have been ass, man. These refs. Oh, but, but fair, there's something it... good. If you watch the replay, there's something good that happened there. Immediately, the ref blew. Fred was going to run at the ref and charge at him like, yo, bro, what are you what, what are you doing? Like, why do you blow? Martinez was calling him like, no, no, no. Come back, come back, come back. <laughs> like, let's win this one first and then we can start shouting at the ref. Shout out to yeah, Martinez. Martinez is a dog. Yeah, Martinez say, is the best defender in the world. Hey, wait, Larry, 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 wait a bigger, bigger, bigger. I think I said this no, in no, the previous no, no. poll. Larry, stop. Wait, hold <laughs> on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said in the previous poll, I said there's nobody better than Martinez. I asked you guys to name who. Everybody said, oh, you know, Martinez. Don't put him on the spotlight, man. Lissandro Martinez is the best defender in the world. If you guys can tell me who, okay, 
You know what? I've, I've called my own. You guys tell me who your own best defender in the world is. Uh-huh. Who who are the best defenders right now, actually? Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about it and tell me. When you think it, about it, it might not be. It might, it might not be so, so. It might not be it, not so it, crazy. What is? Yeah. What Larry yeah, saying? Yeah, but because, I think you need to because think of okay. Previously, we would have called the likes of Van Dyke. Would have called the likes of Diaz. Would have called the likes of in his prime. Would have called the likes of uh, who else is up there? Is he is he better than Marquinhos? Yes. Ooh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Who is They talk about PSG. Yeah. PSG can't stop licking goals. PSG. <laughs> nah, PSG, no. PSG is not. PSG is going to lose. In fact, I don't know if they are... Um, they are probably going to win Legon. But like Champions League, you'll see him. Yeah, Marquinhos is somebody that just started playing. He's, he's Okay, he's been better for them in the last, I'll say, two seasons. Before that, we almost bought Marquinhos a few years ago, if you remember. I know, but... The transfer deadline. Who didn't we almost buy? Didn't we almost buy no, 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 but I'm saying like they were willing to sell him. I think Thiago Silva today is a better defender than Marquinhos. Oh, oh Thiago. Thiago, ah, well. Thiago is yeah. actually really good still, though. At that advanced Thiago age. is good. Like, at that, 37, I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. That's what he, he like, that he's, he's defined what a 37 year old should be like. I'm sure some. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Niggas can't resist just to touch shots, right? Happy birthday to niggas turning 38, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> but um, it, it, I, it, that's, a good, that's a tough question. I, I can't think of, apart from the two I mentioned, um, I, I, there's no. Martinez no is, is almost the equivalent of he's the equivalent of Casemiro for defense. He is never in the wrong position, and he covers up for other people. There, it, there are a number of things that I love about Martinez. One is that he's always quick to snuff out problems, like things that would go, things problems that are about to go from bad to worse. He stops them before they become worse. Right, like you always see him being like. Think about yesterday. There were a number of times where Edward, uh, Edward, what's his name, Edward, mm-hmm. name, was open for a through ball, and it's like he's the last man, and that ball never gets to him because Martinez sees it coming and always intercepts it. Always, like he's always in amazing position. I think the biggest thing, like. The biggest thing with him, obviously, as a defender, he's an incredible defender in terms of tackling, in terms of just even want that aggression that he brings, uh-huh. all of that. But his concentration levels are just elite. That is where Maguire is really, really a problem for us, right? Like, I was watching him and I was thinking, man, like, the difference between this guy and Maguire is, obviously, he has a little more speed than Maguire does, Right? I think the problem for someone like Maguire is you are not an elite athlete and you are, your concentration levels are always shaky. You are not always aware of what's happening and you are rash, right? Like Maguire is the guy that would leave his position to go and meet the person that is holding the ball and not be aware that there's somebody that is going to come in the space that he just left, right? And he's always rash. He's always trying to, oh, let me cover up. Don't cover up for anybody. 
see your own responsibility first. You don't have the tools, big man, mm-hmm. to cover for anybody the, else. Yeah, got the facilities. You don't have the facilities. But Martinez, he is not only covering for himself. Like he can, he has the ability to take on his own defensive duties and then cover for other people around him when things start going a little bit bad. And I think the him and Casemiro, those two together. A little, you know, one in midfield, one in defense. They've definitely changed like our spine. So for me, I just don't see anybody that defends like that. There's no game like Thiago Silva is the is the closest thing I think we have to that because Silva is another guy that his athletic abilities are not what they were when he was even thirty, which is seven years ago. But he's never out of position. Like he always, his concentration, he's always anticipating. What's happening? Where we are in the field? What? Where are the threats? Where are the passes that can become problems for us? Those are the two that I would say. I don't know anybody else. But if you guys think of anybody, I'm 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 open to hearing. Do you reckon in the next couple games, if Casemiro is out, they they can try this guy Martinez in DM? I think it's more likely because ETH was talking about Lindelof in the middle of the week. Mm. And when Lindelof came on, he actually played as a CM, like as a defensive midfielder. Like, sorry, yes, not in, yeah, yeah. yesterday. No, middle of the week. Who did oh, okay. play? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. He played DM. He played yeah. when Casemiro was here. Yes, and they asked him about it, and he said yes that he Lindelof plays DM for Sweden, and that in training we play him in DM, so he's very capable of playing that position. So I think in these next few games we are going to see Lindelof start at least one of them in in defensive midfield position too. Oh wait, did I call did I say Lindelof or Martinez? You said Martinez. You said Martinez, but oh. I was just saying like I think he's going to keep Martinez in that position because the problem is if he takes Martinez out, then then he's going to have to play somebody in that position. So I think he's more likely to play Lindelof in DM than Martinez in DM. Oh. I think he will leave Martinez yeah. in, hmm. in I, I, I think something else he also said something else he also said is that he's trying to find um, a role for Lindelof in this team. So that's why he, yeah. he's trying him out in DM. So I think trying to push Martinez in DM, but I think we'll, we will probably see Lindelof in that role before we see Martinez in that role. Yeah, maybe. Um, uh, fair enough. And I was thinking maybe you'll try Martinez in DM and then look sure in the left center back position, but maybe that experimental phase is done. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's an idea. Yeah, but the thing I think with that is we lose a bit, we lose height. I think the only oh, top okay, person, yeah, we, yeah. yeah, the only top person we will have is maybe the center back. Well, yeah, maybe then you have Malasia on one side, you have Shaw next to yeah. Malasia, and then yeah. you have yeah. But isn't like isn't Shaw how tall how tall is Shaw compared to Martinez? It's taller than Martinez, but it's not. It's not like he, he, I'm sure some center forwards in EPL or a lot of center forwards in EPL are taller than Shaw. No, but, but when, when you say really losing that much size, if you put even yeah. Martinez, yeah, we we are because because then you are putting Martinez in you're, midfield. You are well. putting Martinez in midfield, and then you are you are putting this guy in in, def, in another short person in defense. But when we have a Casemiro, you know, Casemiro can win those area balls because he's tall. Oh, you're talking about Casemiro. Right? Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So for okay. what Martinez might lack in height, Casemiro can shield it with his own height. Yeah, okay. I see. I see. Yeah, that's that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. 
But let's see. Because... I, I don't know if I trust Lindelof in 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 DM though. I I don't know. I think he's a little bit too not timid. I don't know if timid is the word. Like naive in a way. Like if if Shy was a footballer, I think Lindelof would be the person. <laughs> wow. In, 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 One thing. Oh yeah, yeah, you go, you go. No, no, no. I, I, maybe I'm a little bit too harsh, right? But he doesn't have that, you know, grad grind. Him, he's such a cool guy. Like he's someone mm-hmm. that could be a model while he's playing football. I, I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. No, like you want it, you don't see that dog in him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not, he ain't got that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but let's yeah, see uh... if if Dalo comes back in the next game or two, that adds a bit of height to the defense. So I think they can maybe take a little bit more risk. But my only fear is just the fatigue that comes with playing Bruno, Fred, and Sabitza for a run of games without them really having a break or someone to come in for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh. I, I don't oh. think so he's that you... worried. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think he's, I was worried, but you, you, you would rather have those options than not have those options. Oh, for sure. For you sure. know, like now, if he's removing a, a Bruno, he can say, okay, I'm bringing in a Sancho or something. But if he's removing Fred or Sabita, who's he bringing on? He's maybe going to bring in a Maguire or a Lindelof to show up yeah. our defense than anyone else. Right? So, it's, uh, and again, we, we're just cutting ourselves short because any risk to any of those other guys we have nobody yeah the thing that no, uh, anything. Yeah. that jimmy said though i've heard before about lindelof like i remember the early on in the season i'll say sometime like october i remember listening to somebody talk i don't know if it was andy mitten or one of these other united guys that was saying that the coaching staff had like he was asking the coaching staff about you know just united players and that one of the people that the coaching staff had talked about a lot was Lindelof. And at that time, I don't think they could play him in defense because our defense was was when when Varane was around, at least, and, and Martinez at that time. It looked like our defense was doing well, but they talked about he's an excellent trainer. Like, he's somebody that trains very well and that they wanted to find a role for him in the team. Because I think there was some talk about, like, interest at that point in time. And then, it was, obviously, we had interest again from Inter Milan, you know, before before the transfer window closed in January. So I think they'll probably... That's where I think Lindelof has the better chances because if it's somebody that's actually playing well, like training well, then you're more likely to want to reward him so that you can make him feel like, you know, his effort is being seen and being rewarded, right? As opposed to just getting the occasional game here and there. So, you know, I'd I'd like to keep Lindelof. I think... Maguire is somebody that should reassess his future presently and look to make some moves in the <laughs> in the summer. Yeah, I also think Lindelof is is um receptive to just being backup. I, I, I think so? I, I, I no, I think again, if he has his way, he would want to start. But mm-hmm. I think he would not really kick up a force if he's playing you know, the odd game or if it's coming on as a sub and what I just feel like that's his personality. I think there's a difference between backup and squad rotation though. Well, this is the yeah. first time that Lindelof has been backup. I think he's always been a squad rotation guy. Right? What's, like, what, what's the difference? So to me, 
backup is you are the backup to somebody that is a sure starter. Like, and so you are not going to play lots of games. Like, whoever is backing up Fernandez is a backup because Fernandez is going to start 90% of the games, right? And then if Fernandez gets injured, you come in. Now, again, I, 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 we don't have a true backup, but Donny van der Beek in this example would have been a backup, right? Versus a squad rotation player, Fred is a squad rotation player because he's not tied to one particular person. So he's going to get games just in the flow of the season, right? Casemiro is going to be there one game. Casemiro will play with Ericsson, but maybe Casemiro will play with Fred as well. One day, Casemiro will be on the bench. Fred will start, Fred will start with Ericsson. Those kind of people will get. I don't think Varane and Martinez are as likely to be rested especially when we start talking about, like, hard games, right? Like, I think those guys are going to play. Varane, maybe he might get rested. So I think that's where I look at backup as being somebody that is going to be very hard for you to get into this team just in the flow of games because the people that you are waiting on to come in for are not going to be rested. They're going to play 90% of the games. Yeah, I, I think I think Lindelof is a, is a squad rotation player and... And Do you think knows. Lindelof has started up to 10 games this season? Um, no, definitely not. Okay, okay. Now, let me ask it a different way. Do you think Ganacho has started more games than Lindelof? This season? Started or, or featured yeah. in? Featured in, Ganacho has definitely featured more than him. Yeah, started. started. I think Lindelof has started more. Hmm. Okay, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, so I don't want to speculate. But maybe yeah. I'll check out. I think I think we just knew about Ganacho from just right before World Cup, and he never really started again. You know, he yeah. just featured like cameos. It was just in this last two or three weeks that we said, okay, maybe Ganacho is going to play. Maybe Ganacho is going to play, and he actually did not start. Ford started. You know, it was just this last game against Reading that I think Ganacho started, but then Rashford came on. So in terms of stats, I think Lindelof has maybe started more. But Ganacho has maybe racked up more minutes over time than Lindelof. Yeah. Okay. Um, on to our midweek game. We played Wednesday um, in the Premier League. More away. The first one is home. The second one is away. Yeah. Okay. We're home for the next one is a process is and is it um, legit back to back like we play them on like say, back, Tuesday, to back. We play them. back to back back to back yeah back. back to back like we might as well just be them going, on Sunday yeah we might as well wow. just be going to their home from after once they blow the final so it's such a I, I don't think I've seen back to back before no. I, yeah actually no, but didn't, didn't, that didn't that just happen into Tottenham the last Premier League game they played was Tottenham or did I miss something yeah, but man, Man City just yeah, but, no, Man City played Wolves in between. Yeah, but I think for Tottenham, this was that it was back to back for one of them, I think. Hmm. But anyways, mm, yeah, maybe oh, they might be right. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's, it's 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 quite strange though. I I, I don't know. Um, yeah, but especially back to back in the same week, I've never seen. I think yeah, three yeah, days. I think three this days is this, yeah. season, this season has been strange because of um, the World Cup in between, right? So yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of these things that we're seeing, yeah, yeah, with the scheduling. Cup. So I think we are just trying to find places to put games at this point in time. <laughs> yeah, they should have just made the game like 180 minutes and then maybe give like an hour break. Gonna play. <laughs> yeah, like it's just it's weird, man, because there's a lot of 
players leading, leading rest. You want them to play 180 minutes. No, no, I, 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 was, I, was, I was just kidding. I was kidding. But I was like, I just saw you two days ago and I'm playing you again. Like, man, the stress. Yeah, he, builds, he, he builds rivalry. Isn't Leeds and United supposed to be a rivalry? Yeah, they're they, they yeah. rivalry, but no one really. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe in the stadium they are. Maybe it's yeah, like the fans, like the the English fans, they take it seriously. Yeah, but I'm saying even like in the build up to the game, they talk about you know Leeds and United rivalry. They do, they will do. I'm sure they will do like one of those ten minutes, like you know, presentations right on TV. Yeah, I agree with that. But I'm saying like for we that like far off from what's happening there, I don't really see that much as a rivalry. I yeah. think it's a bit for the people in Manchester because there are no really Leeds fans that I'll be rivals with or be talking talking to Leeds about. Um, but like a, a City or an Arsenal or Liverpool, those ones have fans. So I can feel the rivalry on this side as well, right? But Leeds, I don't know who a Leeds fan is. So to me, I don't I don't really feel the rivalry. And I'm sure maybe if I go to Man- Manchester City, I would see it. But I'll be like, okay, what, what, I'm, I'm moving on. Yeah, but um, game on Wednesday, I think Leeds are missing Rodrigo because yeah, I think he's out for a while. He's out who's for a while. So. Rodrigo, yeah, Rodrigo. Rodrigo. You know Rodrigo. Rodrigo now, the striker, like oh. or like he's striking at that. Ah, he's not playing. Yeah, he's he, out for yeah, a while. Has... I think. Oh, isn't that guy like the best know. player? Exactly. Yeah, I think he has like so twelve goals this season or something. I don't know where Leeds are gonna go for for. They lost they have, this uh, weekend Is Bamford fit? Because that guy Bamford. always Bamford. Leeds lost to Nottingham Forest today, right? Yeah. yeah. I should have watched their game just to scout to see see how they're playing. They have Weston McKenney that just signed from from uh, as a sub. They didn't really do anything like not. To, I feel like Nottingham Forest dominated that game. Really? Uh-huh. Did Lingard? Yeah. Was still injured. Oh, he's he's not injured. Team. He was on the bench, but I don't, he didn't play. Oh, okay. He has recovered. Yeah. Just in time. Recovered. So, <laughs> like, their talisman is Rodrigo. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know how we all feel about Jesse Mash uh, as a coach, but. Minted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> Lasso, but... tactician, Lomon. Let's see what he has up his sleeve now. <laughs> It's a different, it's a different animal, man. <laughs> but anyways, um, in terms I of because I think Sabitza was in RB, was it RB Leipzig? Where was it that Jesse March went that they fired him after like two months or three months? Oh, oh really? That guy's coached outside the states. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know him from the states. I know him from Germany. He, he coached like. He he took over from Nagelsmann when they fired. Uh, sorry, not fired. When Nagelsmann went to Bayern, he what was the name? coach that took over from Nagelsmann, and he was supposed to be this, you know, bring his own ingenuity. They fired this guy within two months. Oh, he'll probably he probably will have been with all them, uh, Salzburg. You know that Ralph Ragnick's former club. Yeah, Red all Bull, the Red Bull guy. Yeah, 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 Red Bull, the Red Bull guys. Yeah. So I'm wondering. I wonder what um, uh, what insight uh, our new boy uh, Sabita would would have on him because I'm guessing he was his coach. I, I hope I'm talking about the right person. Let me make sure it's it's him. <laughs> no, bro, it's Kyrie. Oh, 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 oh. 
his managerial career has been assistant for United States, Montreal Impact, New York Red Bulls. Yeah, Red Bull, right? But then After, they probably just promoted him from within. No, he went to Red Bull Salzburg and then RB Leipzig in 2021. Uh-huh. Wow. So, so you see how in 2021, he wasn't there for, he was there for months, like three months before they fired him. Yeah, it doesn't say he. He just says twenty twenty one. It doesn't even say twenty twenty one to twenty twenty one. Yeah, it 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 was. They fired him December fifth. Yeah, mutual parting, mutual consent, <laughs> mutual consent. Okay, <laughs> I forgot my guy. So we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what we we'll see what he has. What he has to offer. I don't know where leads are on the table, uh, but these are games that we they have. They're seventeen. Yeah, they're just a game about. Oh wow! Not a game. They're like tied in points. Yeah, but the goal is goal difference. So, uh, and they almost sold Jack Harrison, which didn't make sense to me. But the deal fell through at the last minute or something like that. They were going to sell Jack Harrison to Leicester City. So their last five games, they've tied, tied, lost, tied, lost. In the Premier League, right? Yeah, yeah, in the Premier in the Premier League. Okay, yeah, okay. Because they had, a, they had so, a, a couple of good results in the cup games. Yeah, now I'm talking Premier Cup. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But again, this is this is a team that even without Casemiro, like we still have a strong enough team that we should we should be doing something. I think um, again, just a shame that we got that red card because this yesterday's game would have been a perfect game to bring on. You know, Sancho again bring on some of these guys off the bench. I I, I saw that Tony Marshall wasn't wasn't on the bench. I don't know if anybody asked what happened. Uh, I'm hoping this. He's probably injured again. Like, I'm would you put, would you, guy... would you put it past him? He put, <laughs> like, I, I, I heard he, I heard he got injured from celebrating. Oh. <laughs> 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 Why well, well, yeah. Vegas is number one? Is number one name on the, on the team sheets right now. Vegas, I guess. Is, uh, is, is, I like Vegas though. Like I think, I think. He's I like him decent. too. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I saw about... Tony in that game midweek, and ah, man, Tony is. This, this, why can't he just get it together? Do we need two strikers in this? Anyway, we'll have time to talk about the summer, but we might need to buy yeah. two strikers. Chelsea is, is very interested in uh, Victor, so I don't think we we might be getting Victor. Apparently they're going for him for the summer. Really? But um yeah. let, let's go to those ones. Do they do they have even have their own book or their own plan? Do they nah. just copy people? They just wait for somebody but, else to be linked. I'm surprised they haven't gone for Brighton, whoever it is Brighton is. But is actually I'm not even my I'm not you. I'm not just can do the work for you and you reap the benefits. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, but, you, but like, for that amount of money to, now, you need to identify who fits your system now. Like, what's your system? Yeah. What's your system? But yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I feel like the players the they've gotten are actually good players. Like, they got Enzo, which will play six. Is it a six or a four? Enzo, I don't even know. See, those are the questions we're asking. Is it four to six? <laughs> Is it six? Yeah. So they have a six, and then uh, this guy's supposed to come back next season from injury. What's the name of this? Conte. That's you know he will play the DM. You have um, Mudrich, which is uh, which is uh, eleven. 
I don't and know, then, man. They, yeah. they took off Modric at halftime for another guy that they just bought. The he was ill. He was ill. He was ill. He was ill. That's why they took him out. I know. I, know, oh, I, know it's easy to, I think it's easy to just to no, no, talk no, about no. Chelsea like, uh, right now. Which ill? Which ill was he? I don't but know. That sounds said, like the like, move. No, I don't, I don't know. know but if you look at what, if you look at the reason why he was taken out, it's guy. He Ill, played rubbish, and they removed him and brought in the Nigerian Chukwemeka. The problem is not that they don't have good players. It's more are the players they brought in better than the players they have. That Chuku guy, is he better than Hossin or Doi? Is he better than Polisic? Is he better than some of the players? Polisic can It's like having a Marshall in your team. That's 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 not far from the truth. <laughs> Yeah, can't say, can't say. I wonder if maybe his own contract is over at the end of the season, so maybe they're going to lose him. Maybe yeah. they don't. But anyways, we see. I I reckon Chelsea is going to have a good season next season, like because if everything goes the way it's supposed to go, they won't make top four, so they won't have distractions of Champions League. You've seen, we've seen one that yeah. done for us now, the previous season. So like, I feel I feel Chelsea is going to come good next season, like except. Putting out to coach at all, then that's a different topic for another day, right? But from a team perspective, I feel like they have everything to compete next season. In matter of like, is the coach good enough to to make it happen? And I guess if they will find out next year, and they, they'll probably fire him. But let's um, I'll go first. Dagia in goal, Wan Bissaka, Varane, um, Shaw. This is where it gets tricky in DM. Scott is still away injured, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. So. Yeah, so I'll go Fred, Shabitza, um, Bruno. <sighs> Anthony. Anthony is so fucking annoying. Vergos oh. and uh, Rashford. <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> Francis. <laughs> Um, Ca- Casimiro should go and jack him by the neck. Actually, the shit that he did, like what they accused him of that violent conduct. I was, wa- I was waiting for someone to say, like, defending this idiot. <laughs> but yeah. they're boys, dude. They're all from, you know, like uh, Francis said, from Sao Paulo, wherever they're all from. So, come on, man. Boys yeah. are boys, man. Like, come on now. Like, Anthony, like, ah, God, you know what? Let me just. I, I don't I don't yeah let me just <laughs> sorry Francis give you a lineup yeah um I'm I don't know I'm tempted to start my last year just thinking of the next game and then Shaw can play when we're away uh, yeah I'll go with Pussy Wambisaka <laughs> Varan Martinez the consistency. I don't know why yeah. it surprises me, but yeah, I respect the consistency, man. That's all what we're, all we're asking from the VAR officials, man. Consistency. Continue, Francis. Wambisaka, Varan, Martinez. I'll say. Nah, fuck it. Look, show. Um, Sabitza. Fred, Bruno, Anthony, Vegas, Rashford. Yeah, same, same lineup as uh, Jibo. I was going to go with my master, but I don't think ETH would want to make that many changes by, you know, the loss of cast and then bringing in Malasia at the same time. 
Okay. But um, I see, I do, I do see. Before you, sorry, before you go, I do see. Um, what's his name? Lindelof making a cameo as a son. What's that bit, sir? In in this game, sure. But anyways, continue. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm okay. I'm going to go because this game is the one at home, right? And then the one away is the one. Yeah. Yeah, is the one that on Sunday. On Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go um the hair and goal. Maguire. Sorry. God, <laughs> forgive me. Uh Varan. Varan and um Martinez. Luke Shaw and Dalo. Hmm. Yeah, Luke Shaw and Dalo. And then I'm going to go uh, in midfield. I'm going to go Lindelof, Fred. Ah, nah. I'm going to go Sabitza, man. I'm going to go Sabitza, Fred, Fernandez. And then in attack, I'm going to go Rashford, uh, Vegas, and Anthony. Anthony! <laughs> Yeah, I want to give that boy time, but that guy's annoying, man. Anthony's annoying. Yeah, even a... when he plays decent, he's annoying. Yeah, he's an he's, his character is annoying. Yeah, yeah, like we he's a pest. He's a pest for sure. Play a different fucking role because yeah, I don't know, man. And you know, like Bruno is annoying, but Bruno annoys the opposition more than he annoys his own players. No, but Bruno yeah. Bruno annoys but us. Bruno though. annoys Bruno, Bruno annoys us no, I, yeah, I can, yeah, 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 yeah. I can see United no, players. Let's not, let's not like do recency bias. Bruno, I no, 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 no. But, that's but, not what what I mean say. is, if you play against Bruno, you're going to be annoyed by him. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. You get what I mean? It's like Anthony there are certain like players. The kind of person that his teammates will actually be telling him like fuck off. Like what are you? Yeah, doing? <laughs> he annoys us. It's us that is annoying. Like Mitchell that is playing against him. Remember that like, in the first like Mitchell pushed him. Or something like that, like kind of similar to what Sulop did to him too, where he kicked him or he did something to him where like Anthony got up. This was in um, the first game in Crystal Palace away, right? Where Mitchell went in. And I'm like, yo, fam, like this guy is bodying you. Mitchell, you're allowing him to do you anyhow. And then Sulop too, you're allowing him to do you anyhow. It's us that he annoys. It's not the other players now. Like these guys are doing anything they want to him, like physically anyway. You know, so ah man, he needs to wake up, man. You'll be saying I don't see Do you... anybody I grew up in the favela. Like, show me something. <laughs> do you who do you who do you reckon is more to, to the opposition? Anthony or um Grealish? Grealish is not annoying now. Grealish, they you don't just think see so. his, they, they see his threat, like he holds the ball, they, they start yeah. kicking. They him. always foul him, they always like yeah, do, yeah, not like, because yeah, yeah but that's that's like now. I wish they were fouling Anthony, but like because he had the ball. Anthony's fouls are like after the fact, after the ball has gone. The yeah. ball is no longer in the frame. Like, look you at what he did time. there, where he, he, he raised the ball and tried to bring it over the person's body, and then the ball went for throwing. In my head, I'm like, yo, I'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> because Grealish, Grealish, when he does his own skills, and his skills are not like leg over necessarily, it's like you just, you can't get the ball off him. But he's running, yeah. you know, like even if it's sideways. And if, if you have to you have to follow him to get the ball off him. You basically. have to follow him to get the ball off him, yes. If that was what Anthony was, oh, I wouldn't be complaining now. Because he's a walking foul. It's, a, it's an advantage to us, right? So I think it's a little different. Like Anthony's fouls are usually after the fact. Like 
he doesn't really run a defender, so they don't really have to make a tackle to foul him while he has the ball as much. So yeah, he needs to fix up, man. He needs to fix up like like somebody needs to pull him aside and tell him like this shit is not I don't know. And the thing is, I don't know if United like based on some of the stupid rubbish you see on United social media, I I feel like they are tone deaf about it. They are unaware because they are posting him doing these stupid skills that don't go anywhere as if this is what people want to see. I'll, I'll start off the scoreline um, score predictions. I'll go to Neil United. Um, oh, my goal scorers. Was anybody actually right on the goal scorers last time? Do we know? Did we even give goal scorers? I don't think we gave Okay, okay. Let's, 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 stick, let's, stick, let's stick to not giving goal scorers. I'll go to Neil to United. Francis. <laughs> um, uh, 3-1. Three mm. one. Wow. Yeah, you've been going to All the right. school of unnatural <laughs> predictions, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, <my laughs> very, very unfortunate for you that I come second, eh? <laughs> Um, for my ex- oh, sorry, thank you. Can you give me again? Sorry, I missed it. Somebody was your guy. This is second week in a row. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> I'm going to go with four nil for United. Whoa! It's a shame I can't give my goal scorers because I have some gems for you guys, but I'll save that for the next part. Is it? Oh, no, Is it? <laughs> Anyways, uh, wow. we'll be back on Friday to give a preview of the Sunday game, I guess, and then we'll see whose predictions were correct. However, funny for me, Francis is going to continue this week, which is good for yeah. us because he's predicted wins every time, so... <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait for it wait for it till the Barcelona prediction ooh okay so Busquets is not going to play that game by the way Busquets and, and Dembele out eh Dembele ah, yeah bro, he, got, he got injured yeah that's yeah, true Dembele is injured. injured yeah no if, if Dembele is out ah, that's going to be I can't the El Maestro guarantee is going to be stronger than ever look out for that prediction <laughs> In fact, I, I can give you that prediction now, but I'll, I'll hold off. No, 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 no. Let him wait. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the pod. Uh, Rafinha, see you follow-ups. soon, boy. <laughs> please give us a follow on socials. See, I won't see forget soon? you. Right. Oh, Rafinha. Yeah. On hey, socials. Hey, another Anthony. <laughs> Nah, man, Rafinha is more nah, productive. Rafinha is better than Anthony. Bro, you haven't been watching Rafinha for Barcelona, man. That guy can't even get the pie. Was anyway, you know what? Let's let's again. We'll save. We'll save it for. We'll save it for. Anyways, give us a follow on socials and what we'll forget do on Twitter and Instagram. Also, rate and review us. Anything less than five stars, I'll hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Five star Mr. Lynch. I have to find a way, like I think I might maybe take the audio. Like I have to find a way to bridge. Like it's too sudden. Yeah, it's too sudden. 
Yeah, I have to find a way to bridge. Yeah, it, I, I, I think it needs to feel like the the volume is reducing a yeah. little bit, and then we now start talking. Like trailing out, yeah. yeah. But I don't know how to. Do yeah, that. but like, spot, no, spot, Anchor doesn't let you do that. Um, I think Adobe. No, the thing is, I would have to almost export the audio into something. Yeah, you that have to export it. Yeah, that. you have to export it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, then... For let's leave it for this week, but for next to get adobe audition and then we can use that to like we can't try to say easy transition it into into it's just so abrupt man <laughs> yeah yes but i'll check i'll see if, i'll see if i can if i can find something because i i know um even apple what's it called um like i video what, what's that thing called the, the whatever yeah, movie Mm. iMovie, I might be able to do something. I know there are transitions on iMovie, so I might be able to do something using iMovie. But I'll see you. I'll see. I'll let you guys know, sure. All right. Okay. All right. Have a good week. Bye.